happy to help. Thanks again, Greg Champion. It's 17 minutes away from 11 o'clock, 17 minutes away from lawyers, guns and money on this grand final day where there could have been champions and it's the very last competition of the year. The largesse of the Bayview Hotel in Cecil Street, South Melbourne has supplied all sorts of victuals to the winners of the competitions over the year, but this is the granddaddy of them all. Listeners, if you remember last week, entrants were asked to select a side of players on the merit of their own personal grand final highlights. Now those highlights aren't all goals and marks, there's a lot of other things that have bobbed up too. And Ian, John, there's some things that bobbed up that even we didn't expect. No, uh, you're quite right there, Richard. Yeah, I'd say what, I'd be glad in this competition thing's over. I've had a head full of competitions for about the last 12 hours. Yeah, very popular, I think. It the last 26 weeks, in fact. Yeah, well, the Palmers were a success, and now the uh, the dozen coldies are also very. You got popular. any stock left out the Bayview, John? We cleaned it out Monday night, and again last night the Sossos on the marathon, and again uh, giving away two prizes today. In fact, in the tradition of uh, Michael Williamson, it is a tie. We've had a tie in the Brownlow and a tie in the Test match, so we've got a tie in the comp today. A lot of the entries uh, had a similar theme, and I think that most people here will know what I'm talking about when I run some of these names past you: Crompton, Gabalich. Breen, Manassa, Jezelenko and or Jenkin. Hopkins, Lawrence, Barry Lawrence he, when uh, Hudson kicked into him. Ronaldson, Swift. Reynoldson. Yeah. Reynolds. Two goals from John well, Ronaldson. Drop kicks, what's more. Oh. Freddie Swift. Laurie Fowler. 
<laughs> well, that's drawn a response. Yeah, Kevin Bartlett, <laughs> Bob Keddy, uh, Wayne Harms. <laughs> a couple, because they were all ones who were well known, but a couple other people have picked out ones a bit more obscure, such as Peter Moore, memorable for throwing his loser's medal away. <laughs> Stan Ells for his little victory jig off the dais. Derek Shaw, one touch in the grand final. <laughs> And, of course, Ron Barassi, as many people pointed out, that shirt. <laughs> well, the Westpac, Westpac boys have sent in uh, a beautifully typed letter. That's uh, Colin Clark and Albert Vashic. Um, the highlights of their side are Barry Breen for purposely kicking a point to defeat Collingwood by that margin. <laughs> he could have kicked a goal, but like most of us, he'd rather see Collingwood lose a grand final by a point. Peter Hudson for stuffing up the once-in-a-lifetime chance to break Bob Pratt's 150 goals in a season. Um, and Peter Knights for pretending to be knocked unconscious in 78, just so he could sneak down to the forward pocket to kick two goals and beat North. Now, uh, there's been more factions uh, arising with just the, the final week of the season here. This one, in fact, is the want, we want this week's grand final to be a draw. So Fraser Murphy is eligible for the grand final replay and doesn't get a game because he didn't train and isn't good enough to get a game anyway. <laughs> Faction group. And uh, they only found two players good enough to put in their team of memorable grand final efforts. Simon Madden was one for throwing the worst punches ever seen at Ian Payton. <laughs> and Robert DiPierre Domenico for providing Essendon supporters with two reasons to celebrate after 1984. That was the Essendon victory and Kevin Walsh was knocked out. <laughs> And didn't the Essendon fans love that, John? Geoffrey Stewart has sent in an entry. He's uh, put Lee Carlson on the wing. Collingwood, 1980, for actually getting a game during the daytime. <laughs> Ian Satori, Richmond, 1982, for achieving the impossible feat of being rejected by St Kilda and then playing in a grand final. <laughs> Michael, but I was only playing in the amateurs two weeks ago, Cook, Hawthorne, 1975. Daryl, why does Scratch and Neil always insist that I stand alongside him when he looks into the mirror frame? Oh, number 44, pay there. Yeah, good one. And uh, Bruce, if I hold the Premiership Cup aloft, people will think I've contributed to my side's success, Monteith. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, another new group that just uh, came to prominence this week, the uh, Bring Stephen Carey Back to Essendon faction group, and they are affiliated with the Geelong Cheer Squad, who are supporting that move, and uh, their number one ticket holder down there and founding mem uh, member is N Boffo and he said he had Jeff Southby as a teacher at school and we used to always ask him does Neil Balm hurt? He never answered. <laughs> but he had a good team too, thanks for that one there uh, N Boffo. Uh, Peter Fuller's got an entry with uh, Vin Wade in the and back. Oh, Peter's here in the audience, Peter's put your hand up there Peter, beautiful. Now that's put a bit of pressure on hasn't it all of a sudden? Well Peter, Peter's actually put Vin Wade in the back pocket for not taking Neil Baum out of the Gettums 1955, because Reeves last week was another. Uh, Ricky Graham, drop-kick goal attempts in 6-7, and Graham Allen concussed and reappeared in 81. Uh, and look, the uh, Robert Hicks boys, Gary Irons and Tony Hicks, uh, they put a PS here too. We had them in a sweep for the uh, Brunlow the other night, and they say, we feel we are owed a favour after paying $2 and drawing P. McConville in the Brownlow <laughs> sweep on Monday night. Very interesting side here. These blokes are memorable for grand finals because they've all been reported in grand finals since 1945 and such great players in here and such strong men as Michael Byrne, 
Glenn Hawker, Trevor Keogh, uh, Ken Judge, and uh, Simon Madden and Ray Shaw. Not bad side, that one, but didn't do it for me. You got any more there, John? Yeah, just uh, a couple more. I'm just trying to work out who it's from. Uh, oh, the, the Black September faction. <laughs> the Black and White September Our motto, faction. if the umpires reckon Dipper is the fairest and best, then their eyes must be painted on. No, yeah. half back, we've got Gary Colling. Where's Keddy? <laughs> uh, full forward, Michael Cook. Who? 77, Twiggy Dunn. Great effort. Prolonged Collingwood's agony. <laughs> uh, Bert Thornley is roving. Come off to give Teddy a run in 1970, Carlton. How would have Bert felt at the Carlton celebrations that night, too, you know? <laughs> Good move, Barras. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Bacanara. Seen my kneecap? <laughs> And one I left out of the Westpac entry earlier, which, which wasn't bad, the Ross Dunn 1977 for actually kicking the goal that drew the final and therefore making the dirty, rotten, mongrel Collingwood supporters suffer for a further week before losing the replay grand final. Great stuff. Oh, that's a bit savage. Listen, uh, thanks also to the uh, Terry Wheeler Groin Rehabilitation Society. They also went for some of those quotes such as uh, Phil Manassa saying after he'd handballed to David Dench in the goal square for a North Melbourne goal in the last quarter, I thought he was on our side. Got a bit confused with the stripes there. And uh, Laurie Fowler saying after the John Nichols incident, it was a fair bump. And uh, one more there from Barry Breen saying, thanks for the handball, Ted. Also in the artwork situation, great performance here from the, uh, well, I can't find their name. Yes, here it is. The bring back Carl Dittrich to play on Justin Madden on a cold, wet day at Moravin faction. <laughs> And they are a splinter group of the Don Disher Appreciation Society. Lots of explanations from them. Also, the boys at David Runnels Turnbull and Associates who uh, say, let little Chris's mum come to future social functions by herself. And those two barmaids weren't bad either. Action <laughs> faction as a result of Monday night. And they drew the ground with where all the incidents happened, such as uh, uh, the Laurie Fowler, John Nichols, and the, the Jezza Mark over... Uh, Jez, uh, Mark over Jerker. Another drawing here from one I can't find the name on, but it's got uh, some car things on it, and they've got these little black and white drawings on it. Sorry about that. And Chris Byrne himself sent one in, which is fantastic, and uh, also included one that I hadn't, can't quite recall, but Richard, you were telling me the one about where Stan Magro, drawn here as a snail, <laughs> chasing Kevin Bartlett in 1980. Uh, come on, the, the, uh, let Ted Potter have that handball again faction there. Here you must remember that. Kevin Bartlett led Stan Magro all the way out to Bay 13 and back again and ended up running into an open goal. Another good picture here on this one is uh, Crackers Keenan and Renee Kink having a fight after the draw in 77. <laughs> remember that one? Anyone see it last night? Yeah, very sporting. <laughs> now, uh, but we've got two winners here. That It is a tie. Two winners, each of one. Doesn't cold Bayview bots each. Unless they want to split them. And uh, Preferable. The first one... <laughs> is uh, from the have a royal commission into why Ricky Nixon didn't get a Brownlow vote faction. It's uh, Mark and Michael and uh, they're out in Mulgrave and their side is made up of players that have contributed to Collingwood's grand final defeat since 1958. No, they've all been involved in it and it included, it included Robert Flower because if only he'd been born 20 years earlier he may have been able to do something in a grand final and also um, I can't find the name. Yes, here they are. The Take That Mask Off Bartlett, You're Scaring the Kids faction. John and Bill down in uh, Elstonwick. And their side went 
right back even into the uh, 1920s for people such as Sir Albert Chadwick. In 1926 was the Melbourne captain coach. He made a series of match-winning moves in the second half and destroyed Collingwood. And uh, in the centre of Loke here called... Been Robert, going on for years. Robert Corbett in the same side in 1926. He was felled behind the play in the preliminary final and so he inspired his teammates to, quote, win it for Bob. <laughs> and in much the same way as I imagine today that Carlton will be trying to win it for Fraser. No good. Dear me. Well, so that's that, the winner? Yeah. What the, what's the winner have to do, John? Uh, ring, the, ring the Bayview. I was going to say something else then. Ring the Bayview uh, from Monday on and come down whenever you can to pick up the coldies. And that's the last competition for 1986. Thanks to all those people who've sent in entries over the last, what is it, 27 weeks? The, the, the standard's been fantastic and, and your eyeballs are just about dropping out of your head, Ian, from reading them. Yes, and now I've got to go to work on putting them into the book, Jeff. <laughs> OK, the panel will be up shortly. That's music to Uncle's ears. And now here's more music to your ears. It's the panel. Last time, 1986, Uncle Doug introducing the panel. We've got a big game to talk about today. It's the grand final. But, Greg Champion, you've penned a brand-new poem. Let's kick off with that first. Well, if I may slip it in, Jeff, thank you. It's September again in Melbourne. It happens once a year. The finals are upon us. The big one's getting near. The expectations are rising in every child, woman and man. And hope springs eternal in the breast of the football fan. The Lions can make it. No, they can't. The Hawks are the best in the land. Reese Jones is out to prove once and for all whether he's mouse or man. You may say we can't make it, but, buddy, I know we can. And hope springs eternal in the breast of the football fan. The finals are a curious thing. They raise us all to fever. They've got the power to transform agnostic to believer. You've got to do what you love to do, and it's football we love best. And loyalty lives forever in the true blue football chest. Woof. Hey, and Richo, just to preface, uh, to uh, not what's the opposite of preface? Posthumise. Uh, Postface. Yeah, uh, those remarks. It was quoted in the press this week that uh, my first song was uh, uh, the first thing I did in the could have beans was uh, kicking into the wind. Uh, an acknowledgement to Michael Pollock. That was his tune. Michael, here, put your yeah, hand up, Michael. Yeah, Take Michael. A big that was his tune. Uh, his kicking idea, kicking into the wind. Thanks, Michael. There's not much wind here today. I don't think there'll be much wind down at the ground. Well, let's get on to the game. Tony Leonard, the best judge of football on the panel. Thanks very much. Uh, short and sweet. Hawthorne will win. Win easily. But before we go, everyone that's up here, the people that have made the day successful, how about a big hand for Jean and Richard Neal from 3RRR for getting the day off the road up on the fabulous rooftop up here. And whoever else I forgot. And while I'm on the microphone, I'd just like to say that at 11 o'clock, there'll be no need for any of us to say, go wide, doggies, as we win the reserves. And what a great year it'll be for Footscray. 11 wins, 11 losses, we win the reserves. And perhaps Gronawigan might win the Don Disher medal for the best on the, uh, for the best on the ground in the reserves. Hawthorne to win, Footscray to win, 
but uh, overall, football will be the winner. Oh, Tone, how magnanimous. Now, Dr Duke, I won't leave you till last this time. You, no, you thanks, were right Jeff. with Dipper when no one else tip. even yeah. imagined. Jeff, it's extraordinary. I, I woke up this morning and I've risen above it all. I don't care who wins, I just hope everyone has a great day. Oh, oh. dear me. <laughs> leave it out. Ian. You've, you're the hard-hitting could have been. You've made headlines this week with your anti-Carlton statements. So I'd, I'd like to hear what you know about it. What do you think about today's game? Oh, look, Jeff, um, I'll probably sleep through it. Um, <laughs> but I'll have the earplug in to listen to the Triple R simulcast. I might be controversial now in an attempt to square off with the Carlton fans and tip them to win, mainly because they wear blue and white. And I used to break for a side that did wear the navy blue and white. Oh dear, well it's going to be left up to me, I can't stand Carlton, no matter what the pros and cons of the game are, oh, I course hope I'm they going, lose. Of course I'm going <laughs> for Hawthorne. <laughs> Helen Molnar. Well as you know, I've barracked for, for Carlton and I have for many years and I can't stand Richmond, uh, which yeah, was Jeffrey's team. Helen. So <laughs> the thing is, Carlton's going to win in, win in a big way, it's going to be a win for skills and it's a bit like the Whitlam years, I think, this, when I, all those Australians had to leave the country and then come back for Whitlam. I had to go with Carlton dipped over the last two years. I'm back now, we won the last time I was here, we're going to win again today. I've got all the lucky things, the lucky badge, the lucky little boots and the lucky flag and Carlton's and going to do it. To win. <laughs> the, only, the only problem is, Helen, and when, uh, during the Whitlam years, the Carlton supporters stayed here and made millions and took over companies all over the country. <laughs> John Kennis. we've got supporters. Uh, Hawks to win, Richo. Hawks to win. That's well, all. over to the live audience here. Let's do it on the voices. Carlton? Yeah. Not much. Hawthorne? Yeah. <laughs> and a big could have been cheerio to Woodville in South Australia. <laughs> the Cinderella side who are in the preliminary final. Go, go for it, Peckers. Well, thanks to all Could Have Been Champions, both on air and on the other end of the wireless who've listened to us all year. Thanks for listening. The Could Have Been Champions Grand Final Breakfast, brought to you by Telecom Australia. Got a full belly? Turn on the telly and the wireless too, and tune in at two for the Could Have Been Champions Grand Final Simulcast. Industrial stitching and belting. Stop. Good luck, Dr. Robert McGee. Uh, okay, thanks, June. Look, I'll, I'll cross up to our, our um, uh, members etiquette and fashions team now. I'll just cross up there. Uh, come in, are you there, Chris? Yes, we're up here, Jeff, and the fashion stakes are looking up a bit now. The Carlton supporters have moved in in this fantastic blue and white regalia. They put Olivia Newton-John to shame, actually. And uh, we're quite impressed with the fashion stakes up here. It's taken the Sydney folks' eyes off the MCG, and they're just wandering around in the long room looking at the clothing. Helen's got a few points, though, on some of the activities up here as a failed bluebird. OK, Helen? Yes, look, I'm still practising, actually, Jeff. I'm trying to get into the tutu, and the students <laughs> are somewhat screwed up at the moment, but they're going to be right, and I'm going to make the field at some stage during the game. Well, we're very close to bounce time. Is Peter Enderby come over with all his well, grazier friends? Well, our Adelaide uh, male model from the Benython family, Peter Endersby Benython, is here, Jeff, with some uh, strong comments about the dowdy fashion sense of the Melbourne members. OK, go crazy, Pete. Well, uh, I'm, I'm here really representing Sir Langdon, I suppose, and it's a pity he couldn't be over here at the People's Mecca. But the one thing I'm finding rather strange to get used to here is that in Adelaide... Uh, well, here in the MCG long room, and the women come and go speaking of uh, dear Pierre Dominico in Adelaide. <laughs> I think they'd be speaking of Michelangelo. OK, Pete, look, we'll, we'll cross back to the main com box now. We'll, we'll be getting special comments from the um, Duncan Wright Committee as incidents unfold, and there right now before us is one who they'll be looking for a big performance from today, Dermot Brereton, who everyone knows is a... 
Hood. Classic knucklehead. <laughs> okay. And uh, we'll cross back to the main convicts now. Greg, Tony and Trevor. And it's umpire Russo with the ball in his hand as we welcome in people all throughout Australia. This